Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Friday, January 26th. On this date in 1979, a show about two cousins and an orange Dodge Charger called The General Lee made its debut on CBS. Yes, I'm talking about The Dukes of Hazard. On this date in 1988, Andrew Lloyd Webber's musical The Phantom of the Opera opened on Broadway. And for your trivia question on this Friday, on this date back in 2016, a character actor who'd been falsely rumored to have died at least twice over the years, actually did pass away. He was known for roles in The Godfather and as Detective Fish in Barney Miller. You'd know his face, but do you remember his name? I'll have that answer coming up, but first, it's time to check in on your first alert forecast. All right, good Friday morning to you, meteorologist Joey Sovine here. As we start out with some areas of fog near the coast, will be a mostly cloudy day, small chance of a shower, but very warm temperatures. That's big story. Record highs, 80 degrees. We'll be close to that this afternoon, the upper 70s to around 80. That's for inland areas. We'll be cooler in the 60s out at the beaches. 75 tomorrow will maintain about a 20% chance of rain today and tomorrow. So it looks pretty good for your weekend plans. Just keep the umbrellas close by just in case. There could be some rain very early, most likely before sunrise on Sunday. Sunday, high around 69 Sunday, then cooler early next week with highs closer to 60. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast, powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. The Charleston Police Department met with the community to share an update on how it's implemented suggestions from its racial bias audit results over the past few years. Our Melissa Rademacher was at that meeting last night and shares what the research shows and how people are reacting to it. A third-party researcher took a look at how CPD responded to an audit showing racial bias and detailing their efforts to make changes, and people had mixed reviews. The research firm reports that CPD has implemented 81% of the suggested fixes from the original audit in 2019. But many say that work is improving data collection and transparency, still not touching the real problem of bias. CPD's data from 2021 and 2022 still shows nearly four times as many arrests of black drivers than white drivers, even though black motorists only make up a third of the population. I mean, that's bad. And it doesn't make our our city safe because nobody trusts each other. You know, I won't say nobody, but a lot of people don't trust in the police and vice versa. So when things happen or something goes wrong, You know, your first inclination isn't to call the police and say, hey, somebody's hanging around or whatever. It's like, because they might be worse than what the person hanging around might be doing. We don't want that to happen. CPD leaders say the forum and the community feedback is going to be a part of their next steps. One major focus going forward is on expanding community policing. In the newsroom, Melissa Rademacher, Live 5 News. The jailhouse calls made by a suspected Colleton County mass murderer will be made public. Yesterday, the state court of appeals denied Ryan Manigo's request to prevent the release of his phone calls. You may recall Manigo's facing charges, including murder, after six people were found dead following a house fire in the Green Pond community of Colleton County. Media outlets, including Live 5, requested his jailhouse calls, but Manigo's defense team argued they were not public information because a private company records, maintains, and collects them for the sheriff's office. The release of the calls was originally blocked pending a new hearing, but Manigo's push to keep them private has now been dismissed. 
The North Charleston Police Department says a man was arrested on gun and drug charges following a traffic stop. Sadiq Andrews on your screen is facing numerous charges, including unlawful carry, stolen property and drug possession after officers found stolen debit cards, illegal guns and narcotics in his car. On Wednesday, Andrews was pulled over because his car had an illegal tint on the windows and officers tell us that they smelled marijuana and that's when they searched the car. Andrews was booked at the, to the Charleston County Jail, but has since posted a nearly $80,000 bond. The Goose Creek Police Department wants your help to bring a missing teenager home. Officers tell us 17-year-old Myrna Pop, you see her there on your screen, she was last seen early December 12th when uh, wearing a short sleeve shirt and blue pants. She's currently a student at Goose Creek High School. If you know where she might be or you have any information, contact the police department. The number is 843-863-5200. The Coast Guard is set to break ground on a new campus in North Charleston. That new campus will play an important role for the Coast Guard as it expects a lot of growth here in the Low Country over the next few years. Live Five Destiny Kennedy joins us live now and shares what's all planned for today's ceremony. Good morning, Destiny. Good morning, Shelby and Katie. The Coast Guard is holding this groundbreaking that officials say is finally turning a vision into a reality. The 64-acre campus is located along the Cooper River. Officials say it'll support the five Charleston base cutters or commissioned vessels, their crew and support personnel. The projects were awarded $160 million for completion, and the Coast Guard says they expect the campus to be finished in late 2026. Officials tell us this campus is crucial because current growth estimates show the Coast Guard workforce may double in the Charleston area by 2030. Officials say they want to prioritize and invest in the future of the base Charleston to make sure that happens. Coast Guard Base Charleston Commanding Officer Eric Jones and North Charleston Mayor Reggie Burgess will be at today's event. The groundbreaking ceremony will kick off this morning at 9.15 a.m. It is closed to the public, but we will keep you updated on the groundbreaking ceremony later today. Reporting live in North Charleston, Destiny Kennedy, Live 5 News. The Charleston County School District says more of its 10th grade African-American and Hispanic students are hitting their English benchmark scores. Now, this comes as the district works to prepare those students for college and career readiness. At Monday's Board of Trustees meeting, district officials revealed that since last spring, the number of African-American or Hispanic sophomores scoring at sea level or higher went up by 13 percent. Officials say to keep that trend going, educators are using different types of textbook teaching and aligning their classes with curriculum checkpoints. The State Department of Health and Human Services says the number of school counselors doubled during the last school year. Data shows the number of those counselors grew from 600 in January of 2022 to over 1,200 to start the 2023 school year. This comes after Governor Henry McMaster directed DHHS to review the schools and assess the quality of mental health services as well as resources available to students. McMaster praised the announcement, saying it's critical South Carolina builds on this progress to make sure there are accessible resources for the state's students.
State lawmakers are fighting over whether they should loosen gun restrictions in South Carolina. A number of conservative lawmakers want South Carolina to become the 28th state to enact what's known as permitless carry or constitutional carry, allowing you to openly carry loaded handguns without having any training or permit. Guns would still be banned in the same places that they're currently not allowed, including schools, churches, and courthouses. And people could still get a concealed weapons permit if they wanted. Last year, four police chiefs from around the state testified against the bill, saying training is essential for safety. you got a constitutional right to bear arms, but it can be constrained by the government. If you don't constrain it, then the next child that's, that's, that's shot... Um, the next uh, uh, person that that's, gets in an argument, a road rage argument, and killed because somebody had a pistol uh, that shouldn't have had a pistol, then that's on you. That's on us. The bill was already approved in the House and is now being discussed in the Senate. If it's not passed before May, it'll die, leaving lawmakers to start that process over. Governor Henry McMaster joined 24 other Republican governors showing their support for Texas's restrictive border security policies. The group claims the Biden administration is leaving Americans vulnerable to undocumented immigration. They say they stand in solidarity with Texas Governor Greg Abbott's decision to put up razor wire fences along the state's southern border and cited the Constitution, saying the state has the right to defend itself from undocumented immigration. The joint statement comes just days after the U.S. Supreme Court ruled federal Border Patrol agents could remove that razor wire. A new policy from the Beaufort County Passive Parks Department is frustrating some ecotourism business owners. The policy requires any business using passive parks for tours or educational programs to give notice of those intentions at least 10 days in advance. There's also a fee for using that green space, which ranges from anywhere to 50 to $200. Local business owners say the policy could make it hard for them to stay afloat since people usually book tours less than a week and a half in advance. Park officials say the businesses are free to explore other parks outside of the passive system. All right, Katie, we're heading to your favorite place, the Charleston International Airport. Spirit Airlines is offering two new routes out of the airport. Yesterday, Spirit announced it'll offer daily nonstop flights to Boston and New York. That'll start April 10th. The additions mark the fourth and fifth cities that Spirit flies to out of Charleston. The airline first made its debut at CHS in April of last year. And just this past September, it added a new route to Vegas. Airport officials say the additions are the best way to kick off the spring travel season. We know I love a getaway. At the top of the show, I mentioned an actor from The Godfather and Barney Miller died on this date in 2016. He'd been reported to have died more than once over the years before he actually did pass away at age 94. His name, Abe Vigoda. Celebrating birthdays this Friday, actor Scott Glenn is 85. Comedian Ellen DeGeneres is 66. Hockey Hall of Famer Wayne Gretzky is 63. And gospel singer Kirk Franklin is 54. Thanks so much for joining us for Morning Y'all. Powered by Live 5 News, I'm Katie Kamen. Happy Friday. I'll talk to you Monday. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.